happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, the Capacity Coach, Nicole Roan, and I want to welcome you to the Sister Friend community and the safe space for you to take off your mask, put down that work face, to really talk openly and honestly about all the things that can come up for us as busy moms, wives, sisters, caretakers, recovering perfectionistas, all of that good stuff. Welcome to this space, and I'm so glad that you're here. If this is not your first rodeo and you have been listening for a while now, then welcome back and thank you too for tuning in because we are 41 episodes in. Can you believe that? Gosh, time has gone so fast. So thank you again for coming, listening. Today, we're going to have a really great episode. I am borrowing a phrase from baby boy. Okay. And that phrase is, mama got to have a life too. And we are about to get into it because there are so many reasons why you need to have a life outside of being a mom, a wife, an employee. You just have to have a life, okay? And I'm going to give you some ways to get a life, talk about some signs that you may have lost your identity, and then give you three key reasons why it's so important that mama got to have a life too. Speaking of mamas, I want to let you know that throughout the month of May, I am giving you 50% off of my Balance Booster one-on-one intensive coaching package. This is a 90-minute coaching session where we go through one of the five areas of flow and I help you figure out what's keeping you stuck, and we put together some strategies on how to move you forward in whatever goal that may be. So whether you are looking to get a new job, if it's in your heart flow and you're trying to let go of a relationship, if you're looking to build your faith, whatever it is, in one of those areas of flow, I'm going to work with you directly for 90 minutes. So if you are trying to get your life together in this season before summertime hits, come talk to me. Send me a DM. Let me know that you heard this podcast because that is the only way to get the 15% off. This is only for my podcast listeners. Come talk to me. Let's figure out what your next best steps are so that you are not running around overwhelmed, frustrated, burnt out, resentful, a permanent work face. Y'all know what that work face look like. If you need some help navigating through that, I am here to help you. I've been in your shoes. I know what it's like to do it by yourself. So just know that you don't have to. Okay, so back to this whole mama gotta have a life too thing. Now, I remember when I first saw Baby Boy, I was a teenager. I probably shouldn't have been watching it. It was real inappropriate, but hey, I watched it. I just remember Jody's mom telling Jody, mama gotta have a life too. And I wasn't a mom at the time, so I didn't understand. And really was smacking my lips like, excuse me? What you mean, mama gotta have a life too? Fast forward 18 plus years, now that I have an adult child and a six-year-old, man, that resonates so much. Like, mama really gotta have a life too. Because I know for me, if I do not have or if I didn't have a life outside of being a mom, being a business owner, being a wife, I would lose my cookies. 
and I know I'm not the only one. Before I jump into signs and tips and tricks and giving you all kind of guidance on what it looks like if you've lost your identity, I want to start with the why. And many of you will understand this because as high achievers, busybodies, always having a long list of goals and things to accomplish, we women are always, always, always on the move. And so in my research, the number one reason why women lose their identity when they become moms is because they have to slow down. Think about it. After you've had a baby, you literally got to sit down somewhere. And I remember very early, I told you guys, I think last week that, you know, I had my daughter when I was 19. And I remember two days after getting out of the hospital, my mom was like, where do you think you're going? Because I thought I was just going to go for a walk, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go for a walk. She's like, ma'am, if you don't have several seats, your whole insides are going to fall out. And I know that that's extreme and TMI, but even in that moment, I was so used to being just me and not having the mom title that when I did have to slow down and take care of the baby and prioritize the child, I didn't even know who I was anymore. And so I want to reiterate, most of the time we lose our identities because we have to stop being who we were to a certain extent. We trade in all the things or most of the things of who we were prior to becoming a mom and develop this new sense of being in being a mom, if that makes sense. So let's get into what some of these signs look like. The very first one that really caught my attention is around me time. And if you've taken the capacity calculator, then you already know this is one of the very first questions that I ask in terms of managing and measuring your capacity. Sign number one is that me time is a bad word. Yes, ma'am. Me time is non-existent. If somebody says something about me time to you, it's like they cursed you out. Me time is just nowhere on the radar, the priority list, nowhere to be found. So if this sounds like you, you might be in the middle of losing your identity. Because think about it for a second. When you spend no time with yourself, you can absolutely begin to forget who you are. You can forget what your purpose is, what your passions are, why you were put here on earth. So if everything that you do is revolved around your kids or your job or your spouse, because again, there are so many different ways that you can lose your identity. But if you notice you have no me time, you might want to consider that a red flag. Now, number two really does tie into number one, because if you have no me time, then you likely have no idea what you like or enjoy anymore. Because you're so busy being mom, so busy being the CEO, or so busy being the senior manager, whatever role it is that you may have, so busy being the wife, that you have no idea what you even like anymore. I can remember when my son was probably about two or three, 
I was going through an identity crisis and I didn't know it at the time, but of course, 2020 is hindsight, right? I remember being in the grocery store and my husband asking me, what do you want for dinner? Or what do you want to do this weekend? Just a series of what do you want sort of questions. And every single answer was, I don't know, it doesn't matter. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Like I had no opinion one way or another. And those of you who know me know that that is not me. Like I have an opinion and I'm not going to say that I'm opinionated, maybe slightly, but I remember replaying that conversation and feeling like, what happened? Like, who is this chick? I don't know what I want to eat. I don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't know is my new go-to answer. What is going on? And so it was one of those come to Jesus moments where I realized I was losing my identity. So if you don't know what you like, what you don't like, you have no opinion one way or the other. It's just meh. That's also a telltale sign. It's a really big red flag that you're losing your identity. And last but not least, with number three, this one was also a biggie for me. Number three is that you have no social life. You don't know when the last time you saw an adult outside of your household. You haven't talked to your friends. You haven't seen your friends. The only friends you see are the people on TV. So you literally have no social life. Again, this is something that I realized around the same time that I was being all robotic in the grocery store. I realized I had not seen any of my friends in almost a year and a half, maybe two years. And so I was isolating and there was some underlying depression and anxiety as well. But just really making the connection that my whole life had shifted and the only thing that I focused on or had conversations about or thought about or engaged in was being a mom, a wife, or an employee. Don't get me wrong. I know that with the different levels of parenting comes different levels of tiredness, busyness, commitments, all of those things. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is that if outside of all of those different commitments, all of the busyness, you do not see or communicate with any friends, like Drake, no new friends, none, that's a problem, sis. And that's okay. I tell you all the time, no one is half the battle. And we're going to talk about how do you really get a life or get your life back in a little bit. But first, I really want to hone in a little bit more on the why again. Because when I think about the coaching that I do, the coaching that I've done in various aspects, knowing the why is what helps to change the behavior. There are a multitude of reasons why it's important for us as women and moms to really have a life outside of our personal and professional priorities. But I want to focus on three because not only do I want to make sure I'm mindful of time, but I also want to give you bite-sized nuggets of information. That way you're not overwhelmed with too much. Quick disclaimer, I did say that there are a multitude of different reasons as to why having an identity is important. So the order that I'm putting these in are what I believe. And the first one is really because it restores you. 
It literally fills up your cup and not just so that you can give from an overflow, but because it fills you up so that you can be you, so that you can understand what you like, you can understand what you need so that you can reconnect to who God put you here to be. Having an identity helps you step back from every single title, the title of mom, the title of wife, the title of CEO. It literally allows you to show up in all the wonderful uniqueness that you are. I know you've heard that when God made you, he set you apart. He didn't put us here to get lost in all of the different titles. So I put this as the number one reason as to why having a separate identity is important because it filters in and trickles down to the other couple of reasons. So number two is because when you work on intentionally having an identity separate from the different titles, especially that of mom, you're really teaching and leading by example. You will hear me say over and over and over that as we learn how to practice self-care, as we learn how to make ourselves our own priority and put ourselves on our own to-do list, we're teaching the women around us. Sometimes it's even our moms, our grandmothers, our aunties. We're teaching them new things and empowering them to understand that it's okay, even at 50, 60, 70, 80, to start making themselves a priority. And we're also teaching the people around us how to treat us. We're letting them know that it is okay to be more than just somebody's mama. And I did a whole entire episode on that. But really, the point I want to hone in on is that as you continue to pursue your identity outside of all of these titles, you're leading by example. And you are helping to literally break generational curses and shift generational mindsets and essentially creating a new normal. How dope is that? All by focusing on who God told you to be, your own identity. Hmm, ain't that something? The third and final reason why mama gotta have a life too, aka have a different identity or separate identity, is because one day the kids are gonna grow up and they are gonna have a life too. So what are you going to do when they no longer need you to parent them, when they no longer need to be the focus of your entire life? Do you know how many studies I've read and articles I've read about how marriages fall apart after the kids move out? Yeah. Let that sink in for a second. If you spend all your time and energy focusing on the kids, What you going to do when they move out? You look up and you don't even know who your husband is anymore. And he may not even know you. And then you don't know who you are. So you're going through the empty nest syndrome, a whole identity crisis. Your marriage could be in shambles. And I know I'm painting a not so good light, but I just want to remind you that one day the kids are going to be grown and not need you as much as they need you today. And so if you start now, and creating a life and maintaining a life outside of parenthood and outside of all the other titles that I've mentioned throughout this podcast, you're going to be all right. Not to say that there's not going to be an emotional shift because 
I told you, literally a hot mess for the last two weeks leading up to my baby turning 18. And I'm still super emotional. But I've done the work to intentionally connect with who I am, what I enjoy, stay connected to my husband, and to develop a life outside of just being her mom, outside of just being Liam's mom. I am literally more than somebody's mama. So I want you to keep that in mind. Now, if some of this is hitting close to home for you, it's hitting you in the gut, you feel like you can identify with some of those red flags, you're realizing why it's important for a mama to have a life too, let's talk about three different ways for you to get a life. And I know that sounds bad, and yes, I'm laughing. But let's talk about how do you go from not having a separate life or losing your identity in motherhood and your career and all of the different titles. So there are three ways that I want to share with you. And the first one is to really make self-care non-negotiable. Not a nice to have, not a luxury. And I'm talking about the inside out self-care. That means taking the time to pray, to say affirmations, to work out, to journal, to spend time by yourself, to practice self-care just to take care of you, not in an effort to take care of other people. I'll say it again. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And one of my girls over the week, we talked about it and she said something that hit me too. You can't even give from a half full cup because you're literally pouring out of you So the main way, and this is also why I made this number one, the main and number one way to start to create or get a life is to make self-care non-negotiable. And that may seem like a really difficult thing to do if you're not practicing it, but there are so many small free things you can do on a daily basis. Breathing don't cost you nothing. Set a timer for five minutes and just focus on your breath. That's self-care. Prioritizing your doctor's appointments, your dentist appointments. That's self-care. Being mindful and drinking water. That's self-care. Prioritizing your sleep and doing away with a team no sleep whole mantra and mentality. That's self-care. Journaling. Free 99. That is self-care care. So prioritizing the things that pour into you, that fill up your cup, that restore and recharge you just so that you can be you. And then you can give from that overflow without resentment while knowing who you are and whose you are. It starts with prioritizing self-care. All right, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. Number two, delegate, 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 aka ask for help. Too many of us are running around with this superwoman cape, Wonder Woman cape. Wait, does Wonder Woman have a cape? (laughs) She doesn't. But just the super mom complex. You don't have to do it all. And you should not do it all. And just because you can do it all, or you're used to being the one to do it all, does not mean that that's sustainable. This is where your capacity come in. The way your capacity is set up There are only 24 hours in a day, and there's no way you can get a life 
if your capacity is filled with doing everything except for things that take care of you. So learn how to delegate both personally and professionally so that you can free up your capacity and so you mama can get a life too. And last but not least, this was a big one for me and it's still a work in progress for me, I'll be honest. It's stop comparing the new you to the old you. Yeah, I said that. Because we say all the time in some of the communities that I'm in, I'm my only comparison. I'm comparing me to me, which I get, right? You're not comparing yourself to the person to the left of you, to the right of you, in front of you, behind you. But when you are in this phase of losing your identity or have lost your identity or trying to figure out what your place in the world is, especially when it comes to motherhood. When you compare who you are today to who you were pre-mom life, you got to take that with a grain of salt. Your responsibilities are different. Your mindset is different. Your needs are different. Like I said, Couple days after coming home from the hospital, I thought I could walk my happy butt around the block and just to take a walk. And I was stuck for so long, for so many years, comparing what I was able to do even when Amaya was five or six. I remember in therapy talking about how, oh my gosh, 10, 15 years ago, I was working full time and going to school full time and I was a single mom. But now I can't do any of that. It's like my wires touch at the smallest things. Well, ma'am, my capacity was so much different then. And that is okay. So as you develop a life, as you mama, as you get a life, embrace who you are today. Find the silver lining and the good in who you are today. And it's okay to reminisce on who you used to be. But understand that there are still parts of her that exist just in a totally different capacity. You are her and she is you, just with some new added responsibilities, some new values, some new goals, and that's okay. So embrace her, merge the two, because you cannot have one without the other. So I'm gonna run all three of those back. Three ways that you can get a life are to make self-care non-negotiable, to delegate, a.k.a. ask for help, and to stop comparing the new you to the old you. Now, I know this is a lot. I know I'm still talking about moms, but listen, all month long, the month of May, I'm putting it out there for the mamas because I don't care what nobody say. There is nothing like a mom. I was laughing the other day saying how my children bypass dad in the kitchen or downstairs on the couch to come upstairs or downstairs to ask me to get a snack, to ask me a question, or to say, hey, look at this. Sir, ma'am, you know you got two parents, right? (laughs) I said that to say, I feel as though the weight that we have as moms is different, not better, not worse. It's just a different kind of weight. The way that we're set up, is different. And so I'm dedicating this entire month to moms and I'm happy to use this platform to be able to do so. So with that, I want you to make sure that you share this podcast with at least three 
women that you know need to hear this. And if you have not already done so, please, please, please rate and review this podcast because it's going to help me to be positioned as a top podcast. So share the wealth because I know that there are so many people who need to know how to manage their capacity, how to create work-life balance, how to really be able to separate who they are as a mom, wife, employee from who they are as just a person, as a woman. Because all of us, before we got our first jobs, before we got married, before we got children or had children, we were individuals, we were women, we were girls. And it's okay to tap into that. So let me tell you a little bit about next week. Next week, we are going to be talking to the boss mom coach, Miss Latika Vines herself, who works specifically with moms to create work-life balance, as well as to help them navigate throughout their careers. So I want you to make sure that you are subscribed, that you stay tuned, because she is going to be sharing so much valuable information. You know I believe that I don't know it all, I don't pretend to, and I'm super excited to be able to bring her onto the podcast. So make sure you tune in next week. Also, I'm thinking about bringing a couple of people on or taking a couple of recordings for my 50th episode. I want to hear from you what your favorite episodes have been to date, how this podcast is helping you, and why you come back every single week. So you can either DM me, send me an email, you know, message me on any of the social media platforms. Let me know because I believe that the rest of the world hearing from you how and why this is helping you is really going to help other women. Okay. And I'll put out an email that kind of describes it as well, asking for it more formally. But I would love to get your feedback to incorporate as a celebration for my 50th episode happening in the next couple of weeks. Until next week, I pray that your week is off to a good start. I thank you for coming and spending time with me wherever you are listening to this. And I commend you for taking time to pour into yourself because I know you're busy. I know you have a lot on your plate and I don't take it for granted that you're here. So until next week, I look forward to continuing to be your capacity coach and helping you to create balance between your personal and professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters to you most. Talk to you next week.